Episode 175, Three Simple Steps to Make Healthy Eating Easier. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I am happy to be here. I love getting on doing this podcast, and even though... Sometimes I still get butterflies when I get on here, but it's mostly just because I have a message that I want to share and I want to present it in a way that will be helpful for you that can enhance your life, simplify it. I know that the majority of you that listen are busy living very full lives and the overwhelm tends to come in a lot and I want to help simplify it and minimize the overwhelm if possible. So I like to share thoughts with you. I give you suggestions and then I then you get to decide if they're thoughts that work for you and if they're things that you can use into your life and then implement the ones that work. And I hope that that helps you. That's the whole goal is really trying to help. I mean, moms, because I'm a mom, but anyone that wants help is really helping us find our healthy self, really creating, discover, building that healthy self while still living our full busy lives. So not putting that on pause while we're trying to create this healthy life, but really being able to do it simultaneously and doing it together. And I think that there's, that's a lot of creativity. It's a lot of art skills and meaning like just tapping into that brain of um, being artistic and how figuring out how to make it work. And that's what I've been trying to figure out in this 45 plus years of my life. And so I'm sharing some of the tips and tricks that I've learned some of the things that I'm learning from our team Elevate members, which is so awesome because when we get on our group, our weekly group coaching calls, I'm just like walk away and be like, they are so like, I'm enlightened by them. The support that we bring to each other is amazing. And so I learned from all those people and just being, you know, um, in team Elevate, running this team, being the coach, I get to deep dive into lots of stuff in my life has exponentially changed because of this. So I'm grateful for you that listen, that make it possible. Please, if this rings true to you or if this will be helpful for someone else, please share it with them, screenshot it, share it on your socials and then they can see it because I'm not trying to hide this information. I want anyone who can have it, have it in their lives and start benefiting today if it it helps. So please do that. Also, we did have, we were full with our retreat and a few people can't come as life would have it because <laughs> that's what happens in life, right? We plan things and then our plans get changed around. So like my podcast last week is how do we adapt and they're adapting. They can't come to the retreat, but good thing we have two. <laughs> so some people that can't come to that can come to the October retreat, but our um, incline your life retreat, which I'm talking about as in October isn't here in Colorado Springs, but the more important one that's happening sooner is the back to fitness at Bear Lake. And that's August 29th to 31st. So when this comes out, it's going to be really close to when it's happening. So I don't know if those spots will have already be taken, but if they're not, you can get on camibanks.com and go under team elevate and there'll be a way to register there. And if you have questions, you can reach out to me at camibanks coaching. I'm there in the DMs, just shoot me one and I'll um, work with you right there and we'll get it all figured out. 
So thanks for being here. Thanks for spending your time with me. I don't take it lightly to know that some of you sacrificed your time to hear what I have to say, and it means the world to me. So thank you. But I do, after working, you know, every month we, we, we meet weekly, but there's always a week allotted to our food. And then as I have new clients coming in, I get questions that are similar. And I really think they must be applicable for a lot of people when I get these questions or we're really trying to work on things over and over again, or people come to me with a lot of the questions that I'm like, oh, let me do a podcast that will hopefully be helpful to a lot of you that are probably having the same questions. So so what I want to do today is I do talk about this. If you listen to the podcast, I talk about our nutrient dense plan, our food plan. It's our fast fuel formula, but I want to share three ways um, that can be practical, that are doable, that are simple ways to get to your optimal weight. And truly what optimal weight to me is, is optimal health. Because when, when we're getting to our optimal health, optimal weight is just a side benefit of it. So however you want to take it, whatever you want to use it as. But I do want to offer the three steps that I that I practice in my own life that I share with all the clients that come in here, all of our ambassadors, they're all trying to do this. And I say simple and I use that subjectively because simple, I do think these steps are simple, but simple doesn't equivocate with easy. And I don't necessarily think they're easy, but that's why we surround ourselves in a supportive group. That's why we have accountability partners. That's why we keep working on this because we want to get to a place where we're making the healthy food choice, the healthy option is easy. And so we, first of all, simplicity happens. And then how do we make it easy? Well, we keep doing it over and over again until we create a habit, but there's a gap time from simplicity to easy. And that's what I want to share with you. So the very first one that I like to talk about and bring in and and you can use these three in any order, but these are the three that I come back to. These are the these are the core steps that create the net nutrient dense plan. I mean, we have a plan that you actually where what the food that fits in there. But these three steps is how you implement this plan. So the very first step is really adding whole foods. Adding. I'm going to give you a definition of whole foods, but adding the whole foods and focusing on the word adding. And then with the idea of hopefully setting aside the processed foods to the ultra processed foods and not restricting ourselves saying that we can't have the ultra processed food or the processed food, but really putting our effort and our attention into the whole foods and where our attention goes, our energy flows, where energy flows is where our actions go. So you see how that domino effects happens. Our attention is going to be on adding the whole foods. Our energy will be there, realizing the importance of doing that. And then we take the action into choosing the whole foods. So I want to, just because some people ask me like, what do you mean by like whole foods and ultra processed foods? Just like giving you a definition. So I'm just going to help you understand a little better. I'm going to give you a definition that I pulled up. The ultra processed foods are foods produce products that have undergone extensive processing and are typically contain multiple multiple artificial added additives, including preservatives, colors, sweeteners, and other flavor enhancers. These foods often lack the nutritional quality and health benefits associated with whole and minimally processed foods. They are typically high in calories, unhealthy fats, added sugars, sodium while being low in essential nutrients like vitamins, minerals, and fiber. Ultra-processed foods are commonly found in the form of packaged snacks, sugary beverages, 
fast foods, ready-to-eat meals, and various convenient items. These degree of process um, and the presence of synthetic additives are disguisingly characteristics for the ultra-processed foods, making them a desirable, a very less than desirable choice for a healthy diet. And just some examples, which I already mentioned a few, but soda. I mean, I think we don't really need to talk about that, but it's just all the added sugar and the artificial flavoring. Packaged snack foods, potato chips, cheese puffs, other similar items that are high in un, um, unhealthy fats, sodium, and artificial additives, which just take note because I know back to school's coming and we want to think about some maybe wholer food choices for our kids, for ourselves, and less of the ultra process. So this is really a good thing, even when we're thinking about packing the kids' lunches. Instant noodles, prepackaged noodles with seasoning packets that usually contain high levels of sodium, artificial flavoring. Frozen dinners, pre-made meals. It's just they have lots of additives and they're low in essential nutrients. Candies and sweets, loaded sugar and artificial colors and flavoring. Fast food, many fast foods such as burgers, fries, sugar beverages fall into the category of ultra-processed foods due to their high levels of unhealthy fats, sugars, and artificial ingredients. And sweet and breakfast cereals, they are added sugar and they lack nutrients. Prepackaged baked goods, some baked pastries, cakes, cookies, all that stuff. They again added sugar, unhealthy fats, and preservatives. Flavored snack bars, same as the rest. And um, processed meats, they contain meats that are sausages, hot dogs, and some deli meats that are high in sodium, preservatives, and other additives. So these are just an example of a few. Those are ultra processed. So I wanted to now give you a definition of whole food because I want us to now concentrate on this. This is where we're going to go with the rest of the time. And this is what the definition is. Whole foods are foods closest to the source refer to unprocessed or minimally processed foods that are close to their natural state as possible. These foods have gone under, have undergone little to no alterations from their original form, preserving their nutritional integrity and essential components. They typically contain a range of nutrients such as vitamins, minerals, fiber, and phytochemicals that are beneficial for our health. So, um, yes, let's see. And I'm just going to, a few examples of the, I feel like we've already talked about what's, what some of them are, but it's basically, um, well, let me just give you an example. Choosing an apple over apple juice is going to be an example of whole food versus processed food. And some examples of whole food or food closest to the source is your fruits and vegetables, your whole grains, such as brown rice, quinoa, whole wheat. I like to add farro or safaro. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Barley, um, your nuts, your seeds, your legumes, and your unprocessed meats. So that right there, the list that I just gave you is what we're going to concentrate on. That's what we're going to try to add in. And especially with a nutrient dense plan, that's where we want to concentrate our food. That is going to be the wholest form, the food, the food that's closest to the source, meaning it hasn't really been processed. And as when, when I tell you this, I know some people are like, okay, yeah, that sounds great, but that's not really, I mean, simple, I can say that, but the part that's necessarily easy to do is actually getting that into your, getting that into a diet, meaning like what you eat for the day. That's how I'm defining the word diet. And so as what I'd like to tell people is that like, I, I want you to take that list. It's very simple list. It's not as long as I just told you with the ultra processed ones. It's just like a few food items. I mean, there's a very, very, ver, a variety, variety <laughs> a variation of fruits and vegetables, right? So there's a lot of those and the, the grains and the legumes and the nuts and the seeds. But mostly I want you to see that that's what I want the, cho- the choice to be from. And when we start doing that, 
we start noticing like, oh, I'm starting to put these in. I'm focusing my energy here. I'm bringing these into my thing. And I know people are going to say like, I got to do this 100% of the time and I got to cut. And then their diet diet mentality is like, I got to restrict and have all the rest of that ultra processed food go away. And here's the thing. I don't really condone condone eating ultra processed food. I don't really like it. It doesn't feel good in my stomach. It doesn't help my gut health. We've talked about a little bit, but we are human and we're living in a real life and it's not about perfection. It's about progress. And so we're going to get some of that in. Some of it's going to be ultra processed. Some of it's just going to be kind of processed, right? So if we shoot, you know, this, I think the saying goes, if we shoot for the sun, we get the moon or the stars. So I guess I don't know the saying all the way, but meaning if we shoot for trying to get that in, we're trying to add that, then I don't tell people it's like an 80, 20, but it works out to be like 80% of the time. If we're really striving for that, we eat that. And then the other 20 is, is going to be like best and the best than ideal, but we're going to do, we're going to make the best choice that we can. So maybe it's going to be processed. Maybe it's going to be ultra processed that last 20%, but I'm not telling you to go for 80, 20, because if we go for 80, 20, then we're going to go probably 60, 40. So I say, just strive for that. Strive for the whole foods closest to the source. And then as life unfolds, it's, it's going to be that you're not going to be perfect at it. And I just, like, I like to say B minus work, which is 80%. <laughs> That's the same with our food. If we go 80% of getting the whole food in and the 20 of whatever else that looks like, that is big progress. And that is where I first like to start people. And maybe it sounds, um, well, simple, but the part that it's not easy is that we want to start creating this environment. We want to start creating a place where we have these options for. So we want to have this, you know, in our house, we want to have these options. We want to provide this for our kids. We want to seek this out on menus, but that takes time, right? So simple doing that little list, but how we get easier is by practicing over and over again. Like in Team Elevate, we come here once a week, we work on it. We have accountability partners. They check into me, they send me their food. So it has to put, we have to have our attention going there. That's the first thing. And the second thing is the effort. We have to put effort into this simple list of food, this whole food, but we put our focus there so that we can eventually, it, get e- it gets easier for us, right? Effort happens in the front end so we can get it to where it's easier on the back end. And so that's the first thing. Well, that's how I first started. You, you can move these steps around, like I said, if you want to, but that's how I started. And the second thing is that I say is that I like to see us plan things out. And that's when really more so the nutrient dense plan comes into action because we have we have our nourishing bowls for breakfast or call it whatever your first meal is. So with nourishing bowls, meaning that could be smoothies. It could be, I love to do avocado toast. Um, if you like to do eggs, it's in a whole form. So eggs, you can do that. I like to add vegetables to that. So you want to, your nourishing bowls want to still come from that list that I gave you on your whole foods. That's where you want to concentrate your thing is if it's, if it's smoothies, I like to do steel cut out. So I'm having my grains, I'm having my fruits, putting your protein in. If your flax, your quinoa, or your, well, quinoa has it too, but flax, your hemp seeds, your, um, chia seeds. I put those to a lot of my nourishing bowls because they have protein in them and they have the nutrients in there. So I I put those in that. So that's the nourishing bowls. That's planning what we're going to have for the, we're going to have a nourishing bowl somewhere. It's going to be something like that in the morning. Right. And then we have an energizing snack and the same thing. We're going to choose from that list of whole foods that I told you. So it could look like an apple with some almonds. It could look like, you know, I cut up carrots and cucumbers and celery and dip it in hummus. Um, that's another energizing snack, something like that, right? 
And then we go into our power bowls for lunch, which again, we're choosing from that list. So we're making it simple, but we're being creative and making it look different. So a power bowl is grains on the bottom. So I do like a quinoa. There's always like such fun, different kind of quinoa. There's not just one kind, just so you know, there's tricolor, all the stuff. There's farro, there's brown rice. Um, you put that on the bottom and then I like to put whatever kind of your protein source is. So if mine's going to be nuts, I do that. If it's legumes, I do that. If it's, um, and then I put my vegetables on top. If yours is like a whole source of like a, a you know, a whole chick, I mean, like from the holes from this closest to the source chicken or beef or something, you put that on there. And then I like to, with the Thursday sauce and all the recipes that I sent out or the, the recipes that my team has access to on my website is there's tons of different um, dressings that I make that are in its wholest form. And I put that on there as well. So we do that. And then we get to energizing snack, the same thing that you do for an afternoon snack. If you need it, you don't have to have an energizing snack, but the snacking is usually what gets people tripped up is that's where we get a lot of ultra processed food is we just grab for something. So I always, I always caution people to watch their snacks on the front. The very first thing they do, because that's usually where we can actually just get some leverage. And we like, it's a lot of mindless eating, a lot of bored eating, a lot of emotional eating, a lot of habit eating. We just cut those out. <laughs> it's not really physical eating there. <laughs> so watch those. And then the last one is to um, the power salads, which is just instead of putting grains as our base, we're going to put some sort of greens. And you can, I still put grains on top of my power salads, a little bit of grains. I put legumes on there. I put my, um, my vegetables on there, my dressing, and then whatever kind of protein. And so if, like I said, if you get my Thursday thoughts, my email, you can get on camibakes.com and sign up for it, or hopefully you're already getting that. All the recipes all come from whole foods or foods closest to the source. And I have, I don't know, hundreds of recipes by now that are all these things that, that are simple, but I make them creative and tasty and nourishing and filling and they're awesome. So that's the next way that I tell people is that you need to have a plan. And what I say is you plan your food out. And this is the difference with, between most people. Is most people just track their food after they eat it. And I tell them to make a plan before they eat. So we're thinking in our highest self, right? We're planning ahead of time because that's how we're going to get leverage is like, oh, when we're, we're thinking the prefrontal cortex, not when we're hungry, tired, bored, and we're just going for food, we're not going to make our best choices then. So um, I tell people to do it then. And then you, at the end of the day, you can go through and see how well you planned and how much you executed. And there's definitely going to be a gap, probably a bigger gap in the beginning, and you want to start closing that gap and seeing how I plan, what do I eat? Getting to where you start close matching more where I plan it. And I really ate what I said, honoring what you say you're going to do, taking the drama out of food. And we just have a list of foods that we eat. We figure out, are we going to have, what, what are we, what's our nourishing bowl? What's our morning going to, going to look like? What's our power bowl for lunch? Do I have to take that on the road? You know, a lot of times I just have quinoa pre-made and I have my, my mixed greens and I'll grab salsa and avocado. I literally will sometimes make that in the car, but that's can be my power, my power salad or my power bowl. Change it up a little bit, right? So you get creative and you get skilled at doing that. So that's basically planning for success, planning ahead of time. And that is, that's what I tell people to do. And we work on these, you know, two weeks to four weeks at a time. First step we do two weeks to four weeks that so we get that working for us. The second one, then we really start planning ahead of time with our food two weeks to four weeks. So we really get that implemented. And the last step I like to add in. So the third step in the nutrient dense plan is we have eating windows or um, it's time basically for our transformation. So I call them eating windows. Some people call them time restricted 
eating, other people call it intermittent fasting, but basically it's how we're transforming ourselves. Because not only are we eating at a certain time in the morning and we're shutting off at night, we're giving our body time to restore itself, to regenerate itself. We're taking the drama out of food because at nighttime, a lot of times we're not eating for physical hunger. We're eating out of emotion. <laughs> we're eating habitually or we're eating mindlessly. So we cut those three out because we just don't need them. And we start eating and we start just knowing we're going to have to eat in our eating windows. And then we're not going to eat when we shut down the eating windows. Like when the windows close, like, you know, you go to Costco or Sam's and when the windows close, you don't get to get food. <laughs> so that's what I call eating windows. Like it's shut and we're not eating anything else. I do a 14 hour eating window and I've been doing it for like five years. And the research now has come out saying that 14 is the most doable and sustainable. So I tell people to start with the 12 hour eating window because 12 is it's like a seven to seven, 7 p.m. You stop, then you eat back at 7 a.m. And a lot of us will fast. You do a fasting or you have eating windows because you sleep. So I say try for 12 because it's pretty doable, sustainable. And then you push it two more hours to 14 where you're having a little, creating a more calorie deficit, a little bit more of a deficit. Your body has a little more time to restore. It can tap into its um, become fat adapted where it can tap and start eating your fat, the extra fat inside there. Instead of just like snacking and always having the insulin in your body, your insulin clears out. And then we can tap into the fat source. So all of that is helpful. It's it's a way to get to our optimal, actually health, but along the way, we'll get to our optimal weight. And is what I why I call the time for transformation is because it is really, it's the key to finding like our ultimate health because we are now not having to have use food to like help us emotionally. Now our body just is like, now it's time to have all the other systems working for us we don't have those extra calories. So we're winning in all categories. So I, I love, love, love to look at it that way. And, um, so those are the three steps. And like, I circle back around how I said in the beginning that it is simple. I, I listed the whole foods that are simple and I can just, if you want to just review of what the whole foods were again, just to kind of make it so you can get those in your mind. Since I've referred to them a few times. It's the fresh fruit, fruits and vegetables, your whole grains, such as brown rice, brown rice, quinoa and whole foods, and your nuts, seeds, legumes, and your unprocessed meats. That is where I would concentrate with your food. That's for the very first step that I said. And the second is, is how to put it into a plan. That's our nutrient dense plan, our fast fuel formula, our FFF plan. And that's what you get when you come into the team, but you can still work on it now, starting right now all these steps you can work on until you're like, oh, wait, I'm ready to take it to the next level. And then is the eating windows is really, that was the last step of my, before I even became a coach before, well, a coach for Team Elevate when I started Team Elevate is like, that is what was like the last thing that had me get my last few pounds off before I qualified for Kona, the world championships. I just really, that was like the missing piece as far as my, the diet structure that I followed. And so now it's part of our fast fuel formula. And, but the last thing though, with all of these things is that when you're ready to take it to the next level is like, you start coming into awareness of where you're at, but you realize there's obstacles in your way. And those obstacles might be things that are hard to achieve on your own. And they may be hard to really like, maybe even notice them and you just keep stumbling on them. And you're like, what do I keep stumbling on? Like, you feel like you're in the dark and you don't know what you keep tripping on. That's when you come in and use coaching. Like that's how I help you with the effort we work on. I can see a lot more what the stumbling blocks are because I, 
I have experience. I have more of a light to see what that is. And I help you uncover those stumbling blocks so that we can really get to what you want. So you're in awareness when you, when you take these three steps, I come and help you as I talk about how we make that commitment, how we make it consistent, how we be courageous. I talk about this as the CSCs, but how do we really do all those things when it's crazy and chaotic? How do we really create the change that we want? How do we, because we really get into the our capacity to change and get confident around that. That's what I help you with. That's the part that eventually becomes easy because then we get, get to more excellence with our food. And that's what I want to help you do. So these are the three steps that I really think make it simple. I, I truly believe they're doable and it's going to take effort on the front end to eventually get to where it's easy. But I do want to get you to a place where making the healthy food choice is easy and those, these are the steps that you take to get there. So try them out. I know it's, I know for a lot of people, this is really getting in your comfort zone, but I really believe that these are the steps that you take to getting the freedom that we really want around food. So food is a fuel for us. Food is something that's helpful for us. It's something that continues to help us get to our optimal health and not something that's a hindrance, not something that we don't like, not something we're trying to fight against. So try these out. Let me know how it goes and I'll be back again next week. Okay, bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate and I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans and if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats, we do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you're interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. If you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at Cami Banks Coaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.